Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. And welcome back to another episode of Injured Reserve Podcast with your host, Mitchell Anderson. Yes, myself. And I hope everyone has been having a great weekend. I got a lot to cover up on in sports, man. A lot of crazy stuff has been happening. You know, near the end of the regular season's come to a close with the NFL. College football playoffs are set and everything. Um, and most importantly, man... Excuse me. I hope everyone's been driving safe, whether uh, you're dealing with the weather and whatnot. I hope everyone in Mount Pleasant's been driving safe. The weather's been crazy here. It's been nuts. Uh, but, hey, there's a lot, lot to cover. I mean, a lot of big games upcoming uh, this weekend. You got, obviously, Pittsburgh and New England. And then a big battle in the AFC West, I believe, between um, San Diego and Kansas City. So, uh Hey, yeah, there's a lot to cover, man. There's a lot of crazy stuff to get down. So I'm Mitchell Anderson, your co-host, and we'll be back very shortly. So with this weekend coming up with uh, the biggest matchup, probably most likely game of the week between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots, uh, man, there's a couple main points that we all got to highlight. Uh, granted, yes, I'm, I'm a Pitt fan, but I got to be a realist at the same time. On paper, yeah, it looks great. I mean, Pittsburgh has more weapons than New England offensively and perhaps defensively. And, you know, New England's a little beat up and whatnot. Gronk's come off a one-game suspension, though, but New England's defense is a little iffy. A couple of injuries there. Same thing applies to uh, Pittsburgh's side. Ryan Shazier's out. Joe Hayden's out. But uh, if we're looking at it, I mean, let's say coaching analysts... Uh, obviously, Bill Belichick is a better coach. It's much love. You know, I'm not showing any diss towards Mike Tomlin, but every time those two meet, Bill Belichick always has the upper hand. And then when it comes to, like, red zone or on uh, offense or defense, man, New England, uh, statistically, they have the better advantage. I can't exactly remember the exact numbers, but look it up. It's It's nuts. It's just... You would think with this high-power offense, with the Killer Bees, with Le'Veon Bell, uh, Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlisberger, that they had, without a doubt, you know, to be the favorites at home in Pittsburgh against New England. That's not the case. That's not how Vegas sees it. Vegas is actually giving up the points uh, for New England. New England is the favorite, minus three. Like three, three and a half, somewhere around there. You know, so obviously, I mean... The last couple of meetings, New England's own Pittsburgh. I can vouch for that. I watch it every time. I dread, I absolutely positively dread playing New England, especially with Brady. And uh, I think it's because Miami played a good game against New England. Uh, uh, something about uh, playing in Miami, Brady just looks human. You know, he's not a machine, he's a man. You know, but uh, I don't see New England losing twice, you know, back to back weekends. Uh, but yeah, if, if I'm being real, I, w- I would take New England. Uh, could it be a field goal game? Who knows? Uh, could things be different any given Sunday, perhaps? But if I'm, if I'm a betting man, I take New England. Uh, that that's the god honest truth. From uh, you know, as as a fan, you know, it hates me to admit that, but Pit- New England is Pittsburgh's kryptonite. It sucks to admit that, especially as a fan. But something's got to give. I don't know if Pitt has something up their sleeve that we don't know about. 
But if if I were y'all betting, I, I'd take New England, no doubt. But I'll be back in a few seconds, and thank y'all for listening. This is Injured Reserve. <clears throat> now let's uh, focus less on the New England and Pittsburgh game, and let's uh, take our attention to between the Saturday night between Kansas City and the Los Angeles Chargers. Now Kansas City, uh, they start out the season hot. They were like what four, five, and zero. And uh, they look like there's it's gonna be a clean sweep, right? You know, everything was everything was up to par. Andy Reid, obviously a great coach. Alex Smith, everything's clicking on all cylinders. This and that. Kareem Hunt having a great rookie campaign, but all of a sudden things just start to slip away a little bit. And granted, they're still leading the division. The division. Uh, Obviously, the Chargers had a uh, big win, or I can't, I can't remember if it was the uh, the Chargers or the Chiefs uh, last week. Whoever faced Oakland had that was a must win. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, Kansas City still leading the division. They're three and one, but the Chargers are you know just right behind them. They're two and two in the division, both seven and six. So whoever wins this Saturday night. You know, pretty much that's that's gotta be you know pretty significant. Whoever wins the AFC West, uh, I th- personally I think the, the Los Angeles Chargers are gonna take it. Phil Rivers has been playing lights out. He's always got that dog in him. <clears throat> uh, I can vouch for this because he's on my fantasy team on Yahoo, and he's been it's been nuts. Uh, I had him and Aaron Rodgers, and then Rodgers got hurt. So I was struggling a little bit, and then chart, and then uh, excuse me, Rivers all of a sudden just started clicking on all cylinders, uh, just playing like crazy. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think uh, the Chargers are gonna take it. They'll take that division for sure, no doubt. And uh, I, I don't know, and unless Kansas City finally gets their heads on straight. I mean, Kareem Hunt has been having a great year. I'm not sure how Alex Smith has been doing, but obviously a lot of frustrations there in Kansas City and whatnot. But, uh, hey, I'm going to be back in a few, and thank you all. This is Injured Reserve Podcast. All right, now that we got a few uh, big games out of the way for the NFL, let's turn our attention to a little bit of the NBA. So last night I checked a little bit of the Indiana Pacers Oklahoma City game. Oklahoma City won. It was 195. But uh, you know, man, you would think by now, by this point in the season, like you think Oklahoma City they'll get their chemistry together, right? <clears throat> you know, on paper it looks great. Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Carmelo Anthony. <clears throat> Uh, Steven Adams, but uh, man, just it's just things aren't working between those two. I don't know, or excuse me, between just all of them. Like I don't get it. You would think like man, they're they're gonna they're gonna take it, you know, possible threat in the playoffs, and whatnot, especially to uh, Golden State. But I don't know what it is, man. Uh, I'm a fan of Russell Westbrook. Um, you know, it just. I don't, I think it's an ego thing maybe, or whatever, I feel like, one, <clears throat> not Russell Westbrook, but between Paul George and Carmelo Anthony, one of those guys has to take a leadership role, <clears throat> excuse me, 
or the coach or someone has to step in and be like, look, we need to know each other's roles right here and right now. You know, I feel like, you know, Carmelo Anthony, he's been in, what, his 14th, 15th season. He's he's getting up there. I would feel like he best come off the bench and then it would be Russell Westbrook and Paul George starting. But, man, I, I don't know what it is with those guys. Uh, you would figure... I I would think like all those guys would be man enough and be like, look, you know, this is what we used to be as as a player. This is what I used to be as a player. But how about we just get our our stuff straight and let's just try and get this title. But I don't know if it, I'm starting to think it might be because of Russell Westbrook. You know, maybe a lot of people are saying that's why. Oh, KD left and whatnot. This and that. His his basketball IQ is not the greatest and whatnot. And blah blah blah. I don't know. I you know. I hope it's not true, but I could be wrong. Russell Westbrook just perhaps like playing by himself. But, uh, <clears throat> man, I, I don't know what that case is. And, and if that is the case, then someone perhaps is going to be gone before the trade deadline. A lot of people are speculating that Paul George might be gone. I don't know. But something's got to give. And I know it's like a, it's kind of like a bad band-aid that you just don't want to remove just yet. And it's going to hurt removing from the wound and whatnot but man something's got to give someone from the the gm or the coach or one of the players has to speak up and like look this just isn't working you know and and that'd be tough to admit but someone's got to go something's got to happen between those three but uh hey this is mitchell anderson you're listening to engine reserve podcast and i'll be back in a few moments and welcome back to engine reserves and uh Another, you know, as the season goes on in the NBA, you like to you hear a lot of speculation, rumors, transactions, this and that. What if this is going to happen, or what? You know, this and that is going to happen next season. Most popular, obviously, is with LeBron James. A lot of people, I don't know, I would say a lot of people. Personally, I don't think he's leaving Cleveland. I think he finishes his career in Cleveland. I don't think he's going to the Lakers or anything like that. But I guess supposedly the rumor is that it's a high possibility that LeBron James goes to uh, he goes to Houston, I guess, possibly next season. And I feel like that's that could be somewhat accurate, you know, simply due to the fact that uh, Chris Paul's there, and Chris Paul and LeBron James are like best friends, legit, like they are best friends, like more than LeBron and D Wade. It, they're they're that close and i guess supposedly those two always fantasized of playing with each other in the nba before they both retired so i'm not saying it's gonna happen i'm not saying you know there's a good possibility that's gonna happen but man i mean who know who knows what's gonna happen come summertime you know i mean uh you know lebron james he 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 thrives on that kind of uh drama i guess but uh Another crazy thing is, and which I'm really happy for, is right now, I don't want to jinx anything, because they've had a bad luck in the past couple years, is uh, this Philadelphia 76ers, man. Joel Embiid is a freak. I mean, that when that dude is healthy, oh my god. He, he's one of the most versatile big men I've seen, along with, you know, Carl Anthony Towns and Christophe <coughs> uh, <Christop> Persingas. <clears throat> I mean, it's crazy on how much 
the game has evolved. You know, back then it was simple. Big men stay down low. They do the dunking, the rebounding, you know, the short shooting. Now these guys like Persingas and uh, Embiid, these guys can, can shoot from the three-point line. It's nuts. You know, Karl Malone cannot really do that. Damn sure Shaq couldn't do that. <coughs> oh, excuse me. But all these, man, all these big men in the NBA, it's nuts. And the 76ers, you know, with Ben Simmons, all these guys, they're, I don't think people realize it right now. I mean, I know it's still early and it's, it's only about 27, 28 games into the season, but Phillies, they're, they're seventh in the East right now. Like, they have a chance. I'm not saying they're going to make any ruckus come playoff time, but man, I mean, Looking on paper, I would say, I would, you know, safe to say that they have a bright future. That's only if Joel Embiid can stay healthy, but that's the problem. Ugh, excuse me. He's always hurt. Oh, he's injury prone. You know what I mean? So, but I'm not taking anything away from him because when, when the dude's healthy, I mean, he's nuts. It's, it's crazy. But, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think the 76ers will make the playoffs. They'll make the 7th, 8th seed. They'll squeak in right in. But, uh, hey, this is Mitchell Anderson. This is Ender Reserve Podcast, and I'll be back in a few moments. Now, uh, this one's, uh, I-, I would have to say my condolences to any Philadelphia Eagle fans out there, man. I, I- I'd be crushed. Uh, losing Carson Wentz like that, that'd be... Man, that'd be heartbreaking. Same thing to the Houston Texans, man. Uh, you hate to see a young quarterback like uh, like uh, Deshaun Watson have a great season and all of a sudden just fall off the cliff due to injury. So I can't lie, and I can't remember who said it, but when I saw uh, Carson Wentz, I just the first thing that came to my mind was kind of like a RG three like, you know. There's a certain time and place when it comes to scrambling and whatnot, but he tends to do it a lot, I feel like. I could be wrong, but I just feel like, you know, he gets out the pocket and likes to get jittery a little bit too much, if that makes any sense. So I feel like, in essence, like, come next season, Carson Wentz has to change his playing style just a little bit. And although it was working and it was being successful this year, obviously, you know, with Philly... <clears throat> being in first in the NFC, uh, he definitely has to change up his playing style. That's just my opinion. So, because man, you you never know until that just that one hit, and then next thing you know, obviously torn ACL or broken leg or whatever it may be. <clears throat> but uh, people are saying uh, Philly still has a chance, and I think so too. Um, Nick Foles, not a bad quarterback. You know, not great, but not bad. I mean, this this dude can get the job done. He's he's proved to it before. He doesn't have to do a whole lot. He just has to get the job done. Same, you know, same scenario in Minnesota right now with Case Keenum. You know, he's not exactly a great, outstanding quarterback that sticks out from the rest of the crowd like a Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady. But these guys get the job done, and then obviously it's doing more than enough since these guys are the top two teams in the NFC. So, I I think Nick Foles he's gonna you know he's gonna put this on his shoulders. He's gonna see as an opportunity. Just he, he's gonna thrive on it. If anything, I think he plays great. 
I wouldn't say so much great, but he'll play solid. He'll get the job done. And uh, I think Philly, I think y'all Philly fans, I think you'll be okay, to be honest. I think y'all be all right. Just hang in there. I think Nick Foles can get the job done. But, uh, hey, this is uh, that's all I got for today on Injured Reserve Podcast. Thank you all for listening. This is Mitchell Anderson, and I'm signing off, and I'll tune in next time. And uh, you all have a great weekend.